seeing him like this at this time really stands out how different he is now. Not in, not in his policies, but in... You mean because he's coherent? Yes. <laughs> relevant rants, because we're going to talk about some relevant things today. We got Scott Garcia. Hello. On set with us today. Yeah, right? it's awesome having Scott. Scott's been plugging in with us, doing some stuff. Oh, it's 5-11. Yeah. We've been having a lot of fun. Thank you for being here. I'm so uh, glad to be here. joining the team. Yeah. <laughs> we well, love having you. Well, you know, I just got to go back and I just got to talk about, in there again, I think one of my biggest things in the faith is being grateful. One yeah. of the things I'm very grateful for is Scott's father, Charlie Garcia. Amen. Mm. Yeah. What, what, a, what an amazing man, raised an amazing son, but he also had some spiritual, spiritual yeah. He also has spiritual sons. I mean, you think and, about you're talking about him right now. He's been he's been gone in heaven for 18 years. Yes. Yeah. And and I I, I talk about it all the time. Though. Yeah. And it's I'll a probably, legacy that lives. I I got a, a men's retreat to go up to. Where we're going to be ministering to 500 guys, and then there'll be some Charlieisms that come out up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. so thank you for uh, allowing. And us. as I get older, I'm I'm getting more and more. I, I laugh like him. I I look at pictures. I'm like I look like my dad. It's so fun, <laughs> it's, it's so interesting, Scott, because you and Chuck, and uh, Karen and your mother mm-hmm. allowed your to share your father with the rest of us yeah so yeah. thank you absolutely yeah and he, he raised some awesome kids and oh, i think a did. lot of times you see people oh. that are that plugged into yeah. um ministry and they don't yeah. right yeah. yeah so he yeah. he did it he did it well he did Chris both Lord. sides yep he so did. um as we, get, as we get into this you, yeah we can't neglect to bring up covenant coffee our uh one of our sponsors here. Yep. They do a phenomenal job. Scott, you know Randy Martin. Yeah. Um, Tom, you know him well. I He's love been on Randy. our show. But um, the reason that we love Covenant Coffee, first of all, their coffee's great, right? But it's about more than coffee. And if, if you're watching this, I know you drink coffee. You better go check out Covenant Coffee. <laughs> the, uh, if you don't drink coffee, what's wrong with you? Right. And Alex is going to have, have, the, have the, uh, the, the link up so you guys can go check that out. But Covenant Coffee, if you don't know this, Scott, um, and if you don't know this watching, um, what they do is the Covenant Coffee was built specifically to provide jobs to transitional foster youth because Randy has a, a lot of group yeah. homes and a lot of foster youth he helps out with. In fact, he, he uh, went into that as full-time vocation because he was previously a pastor. He went into that wow. and he has hundreds of kids that he's serving, but he saw a big problem and a big need with them coming out of the foster system and not having any anywhere to go or anything to do. And, um, you know, my wife and I were sitting in church the other day and someone was talking about the statistics of foster youth and the incarceration rates, the homelessness rates, the yeah. drug abuse and everything else because they have no direction. And that's what Covenant Coffee is seeking to do is give them direction. So well, you know, that's that, why what, we well, what's, a, what's something that's a rant right off the bat is even the fact that Randy went out of the ministry, but he's still pastoring yes. these kids. Yes. Scott and I, you and I talked about it to just before we came on yeah. set it's about the individual it's about the individual it's it's doing what the church is should be doing yeah, yeah. like if the yeah. church I, just to go off on this right now if the church was doing what covenant coffee is doing if the people of the church was always doing what the covenant coffee is doing there'd be no reason for the government to have to do it for us well part of the things that the church is supposed to do is train up the people to do the work of the ministry mm-hmm. and and as we do that that you're going to have more people come up with ideas yeah because people are the new platform yeah people right. you're the new pulpit and i'm not saying it's replacing that no but you're out there and people are watching what you're doing people like randy martin are doing something to help a a a a, a, a disenfranchised young group yeah and 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 somebody's got to help these kids be able to be a success in society 
can't just say, oh, forget it. You know, let's just say there. So Randy's doing something. So but, thank but, you. But yeah, I think it's important if you're watching this show, you know, this is a kind of semi-political or <laughs> very political <laughs> show. Um, but, you know, we do try to bring Christ into it as much as possible. Um, so we got to we got to well, strike a balance of yeah, that. But I, I think I think Christ lived in a very political age. Oh, of yes. course he did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and he um, was survived. But he didn't bring a political solution. No, no. He, 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 he talked about practical solutions in, yes. but he didn't hesitate. I even yeah. liked John the Baptist when he looked at all the religious leaders and said, what are you doing here to get baptized? Come back with fruit for your repentance. Yeah. Show us that your life has changed. And that's going to be the results of God working through somebody's but, but life. The, the point that I was trying to make is, is if you're out there watching this, and I think Scott had a great point about this, if the church was doing their job, then the uh, government wouldn't have to come in and try to do it. The thing is, the government does this, and it twists the agenda and uses these things as tools against us yeah. when we could be doing it as well, a church. Well, well, when and, I, when I, now, we've got to back up because I'm still part of the church. So, uh, <laughs> as so, I am too. Yeah, but, but, but well, I'm just I mean, saying, I'm part but, of the church, we're, we're, right? We're, I'm not saying we're, that. We're, but I'm you saying and I are both licensed pastors. We're, we're talking about the institution, institution. of organized right. religion. Yes. Yeah, right. You know, because I think churches that are out there, boots on the ground, that are looking at the people, you know, we're called to take care of the widows, the yep. true widows. We're told yep. to take yep. care of the poor. Yep. We're told to keep care of the orphans. Yep. And and if you're out there doing that, you're, you're you're doing it. But there's so many people that just want to play church. Well, I'm, I'm churches gonna, want to play well, church. Well, I want to share, I'm going to share this, you know, list of priorities. And I get this from our, from my pastor, uh, talks with Pastor James Ranger, list of priorities. Amazing man. Amazing man, amazing man. But a list of priorities for, it, it should be the purposes of God. He likes acronyms. Everything begins with a P on this one. The purposes of God should be top, then the people, then the programs, then the property. The property is there to serve the programs. The programs are there to serve the people. The people are there to serve the process, the, 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 um, the, uh, the, ah, the uh, uh, purpose. People are there to serve the purpose of God. And what happens is most churches focus so much on the property and the programs, they got it backwards. And he's like, no, we got to start with the purpose. The purpose is make disciples. Make you know, you know one thing we said on this show a lot is, you know, people will say, I need passion. I go, no, no, you need a purpose. Because you, yes. you can't get, yes. you can't, just passion doesn't get you anywhere. There's a purpose that you get passion. Passion will send you bouncing off the walls. <laughs> purpose gives you something to get passionate about. Toddlers have passion. Yes. <laughs> well, well, so, so my whole point in saying that, Tom, was if you're out there watching, you don't like the things that are going on. Get involved. Do something about it. Yeah, yeah get yeah. involved. Do, do, do what they do with Covering Coffee. Yeah. Covering yeah. Coffee. Get, yeah. get off the couch and do something about it. So, so, so I love it. Our first article we talk about Biden's Department of Education segregation is sort of okay. <sighs> Well, you know what they're saying is that's a face palm moment, right? That's a, that's <laughs> a Captain Picard picture. That makes you think it makes you makes you tired. But my wife's in public education yeah. and part of the curriculum that's out there and people are pushing back on it. So they're saying, well, we'll just teach part of this and we'll have a school with just this race. And that's called segregation. I mean, I think we fought a civil war over this. <laughs> right. But, but it's I mean, like so going saying, backwards. Yes. And so it's, it's like, don't like, is this the program? Like you said with church, you know, you can't just come in and teach a program. I wish, and my wife wishes, she's, you know, there again, she's yep. as high a level as you can get in public education. She wishes they would just get back to the reading, writing, and and. You know, it's but can we expect r- r- bass backwards? The, the, the three R's: reading, writing, arithmetic. <laughs> can, can, can we expect a bass backwards administration to do anything but go backwards? Well, well, you know, it's it's being <laughs> the educational system is being too politicized. 
Yes. And they're bringing that in there. My wife, my wife just goes, but my wife has a, an amazing program. She's going back to New York because the school district adopted some things she was doing here, came out here last year, took it back to New York, invited her back. And she's taking other superintendents back to say, hey, look what we did. What will we learn from you? Well, and my but, wife says, what I'm hearing is they took it another level up. I'm looking forward to go back and learning from them. Yeah, But reality is, like you say, they're politicizing the school system. Like how far down that rabbit hole do you want to go? Because it was founded on political purposes. Well, let's keep digging a hole here. We're talking about a threat to parental rights. California controversial school bill sparks outrage. They're talking about limiting parents even more. And when you do this, I don't care what you what you believe, what race, what spiritual, what 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 faith system you buy into. I don't care what political ideologies you buy into. You don't want to be left in the dark about your kids. What's also it's a matter it's a matter of trust. Yes. Your government does not trust you. Yes. Your government, these people who are making these rules, they don't trust you. They don't trust you as a parent. They don't trust you to to teach your kids what they want your yes. kids to learn. Yeah, but why are we trusting them? Well, well, that's the thing. They've been they they assume because they've been voted that they have this power to do this. So they, well, then we have the power, and you've you've put us here as politicians to make the decisions for you. And those dumb people who can't be trusted. Is yeah. there is there that's how they see us? Well, is the well, dumb people well, who can't be trusted? Well, this new B bill SB uh, five ninety six yep. is going to. It's suggesting that the voice of objection at school board meetings be quieted. And we all know what happened in Loudoun County, my, uh, the Daily Wire, which is our friends, yep. and, and the, uh, the company that my daughter's, are, one of our consultants, Tessa Jimenez, used to be Touchstone, but uh, I, I love my son-in-law, Danny, part of our show, and Tessa. Um, the Daily Wire did an investigation and found out that uh, a parent that was expressing his rights mm -hmm. at a Loudoun County School Board meeting was told he was wrong and arrested and now has come back and they've proved that he was right, mm -hmm. that the, uh, the, the, the transgender female, which is a man, raped his daughter at that school. The school board knew about it, transferred him to another school board, mm -hmm. school district, and he did the same thing. And that's all been settled because they actually flipped the uh, uh, the state to yeah. Republican because they couldn't trust their leadership anymore because that ideology of that public that political system was being continued in the educational department. So, but so, the, the so idea need, is to silence yes. those. Well, you, that, that's the whole point. You need voices right? of the parents at the board meeting. They're, yeah. they're trying to avoid another Loudoun County because you know if, if you take away the the voice, then you take away their power. And that's the entire like that's foundation of. of the First Amendment, right? Is yeah. why did the First Amendment get put in place in the first place to give people a voice? Yep. But why did they want to give people a voice so they could do exactly what happened in Loudoun County? And, and on the, and on the other side of that, we have to also make sure that we don't ourselves, when we're making this voice, we don't nullify our own argument by getting physical as this person did. Right. Like everything that this person came to say, as soon as they went. I mean, I hate to say the word, but as soon as they went violent and rushed, they just nullified everything that they were trying to but, say. We got to make sure we don't cross that well, line. Well, well, I think it's important to say that the state this is happening in is China, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Comrade Newsom is 
<laughs> able to do this because it's a single party state. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get that blend in there. But, the, but part of the reason taking away the people's voices because they want to maintain that power. Well, and, and, and that's what it's really about is maintaining power. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so, so it goes on because California Democrat, uh, they're, they're starting to shred the state's gender policies from keeping parents in the dark because the party is not listening to us. The Democrats are coming out to attack the state's gender policies because they're mm-hmm. like, we don't agree with it. So, so you have your own party group saying we don't agree with it, and they're still not listening to them. It's so, so you know, and I it's mean, tough for people, any person, to to step up and say something because they're just going to be tar- labeled as bigots, and nobody well, nobody wants to be labeled a bigot. Well, right. it, it, it's 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 interesting. I was called a racist. I've said that on the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, I was called a I was called a wasp, white white Anglo-Saxon Gosh. conservative or something like that. Yeah. And I told them they didn't know much about me because they didn't know my daughter's last name was Jimenez. Yeah. And I, I mean, said, I, I said, if you'd done a little digging, mm-hmm. my grandchildren are going to be half Hispanic and half. We talk okay. about my, we talk about my dad. We talk about my dad. My yeah. dad was fully Mexican. Yeah. Both yeah. of his parents were Mexican. Yeah. People are like, oh, you're white. Right. I'm like, I'm half Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, and it was, it wasn't any white privilege. It was the, it was the hard work and good choices of my immig- Mexican immigrant ancestors yes. that got me to where I'm at and got my children to where they're at. Yeah. Right. So, so, so when somebody just outside, yeah. just because you disagree with them, they want to throw a label at you. Yeah, and people are afraid of being called bigots. They're, they don't want to step up and say the truth, and that's what's cool about this article. Is like that there are people who are now starting, to, even people in their own party well, are saying well, that. You, you know what? I, 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 I think it's, you know, I just told the person, I go, you know, that's bad. I said, I'm sorry. I go, no. You should have done a little more homework before you just threw that out there yeah. because you just wanted to, and it didn't stick. And, and so I think people have to be respectful of each other Absolutely. and treat each other as human but, beings and be able to agree to disagree because that's what made the system great. And that's what's happening yeah, to China for right. now. But it's there, become there's... a one party state. And so anything that the governor would like to pass is going to happen. But they're mm. making some progress by pushing back, right? Because I, you see I, this article I, I, that someone, they just won the $100,000 settlement? Yes. You know, it, it's just great because you, you've got a parent that said, yeah. I wasn't told and their school is unauthorized to do this social transition with my student. But mm. but I think the important point here is the parents stood up, they used their voice, they said yes. something, they, and, and so... Like you do have power. Don't yeah. be afraid to use your voice. Don't be violent. Yeah. I think that's a great point, Scott. I love that, Scott. But use your voice. Then and then nullifies and, your argument. Right. Be heard. And and because we can gain ground by doing that, just as evidenced by this article, $100,000 school settlement, um, because they didn't like what was going on. And, so they, so I'll tell they, you what, they took it Money to talks. And, yeah. and, and, and right. I tell you what, this, they got to pay. This, this article, we're being relevant. This article came from. Um, a California mother or a Chinafornia mother, you know, yeah. she, it was living in the state of California, which, hey, you know, we, you know, I, I, I am going to be so excited when people realize that you don't have to be a Democrat or liberal or a conservative and a Republican to care about your kids. Right. We you all would, you to- would think that like that's a universal <laughs> thing. But but I, I do think how that, is how is how is that not universal? I do think people outside of California, especially, have this idea that oh, all Californians are X, Y, and Z, right? You know, uh, blazing blue liberal. And the truth is, there's a lot. Probably, uh, I don't I don't know a lot more, but there's a large percentage of us in the state as well, right? Well, well you know, I I, I and I've I've said on the show before, I was a Democrat when I first um, uh, registered to vote. 
And, and I forgive you for that. Yep. And, and because I didn't move, my party left me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still the same, but now I look up and I'm like, hey, I'm on, the, I'm on the other side now, but I still have my same beliefs. Isn't it interesting? We're talking about, um, you know, like your Hispanic um, yeah. heritage and my son-in-laws. <laughs> that it says that, that, that there are some, American, uh, some Mexican parents that um, are upset with textbooks that are infected with the virus of communism. They're saying we don't want that in our country, mm-hmm. and there's a protest against the gender ideology. And that's in, in Mexico. Mexico. That's Mexico. in Mexico. It's yeah, not just Mexico. Mexican Americans. It's Mexicans. Yeah, in, in Mexico. Mexico. That I think that people are just realizing that if it, you know, I mean, Scott, we, we we can all agree on this, and I think a lot of people can. That as we go back to Genesis, we see the creation, yeah, of Adam, who has is a male yeah chromosomes are identifying as a male so i made the man and woman yep and then he made woman and we see that and we're always going to go back to that and whatever you believe in your head just doesn't make it real and i think that's what the people are saying yeah they're coming against but it. but but i think it's important that um, people realize like there's a big push by certain segments of our American culture and society mm-hmm. that are pushing for socialism and socialist idea ideologies and all that. Um, but because they the, have no sense of history, they don't. Well, not only that, but like you look at the people, like say, like the people in Florida, especially like in Miami area Cuba, or whatever, Cubans. right? They're yeah. coming in from Cuba and they're like, no, we had enough of that. We don't want <laughs> yeah. no more. Get it, get it away from us. Yeah. Right. But the, the dummies here that don't have any experience or have, have any education about it. They're like, oh yeah, let's have more of that. They're like, we the, had I, that. No, actually the problem is they've had too <laughs> much education the wrong education yes. indoctrination indoctrination right wow that's a whole nother subject yeah too. Moving, <laughs> moving on you know uh, it's it's interesting that um california is going to expand a fossil fuel project that gavin newsom said he was fully committed Does comrade to gavin shutting. know about this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but but i love it with um the the argument that was made i believe in a subcommittee that we have here EVs are more expensive. This is just a fact. It's, it's the way they're built. It's the way they're processed. So the question is, they're going to be more costly, continuously more costly, as they always will be. Um, so the question is, what benefit do we get from that? Are we saving people's lives by making them spend more on cars? Nope. Um, no. <laughs> you know, does the EPA, when you assess you know, the, the, the benefits from emissions from EV vehicles, do you, do you assess the life cycle emissions? Do you take those into account? No. From from production of everything that goes into it through the sale. They know about it. They just don't want you to know about it. Look at, look at that. Okay. I mean, I, I know you guys right. don't. You don't have any reports. that. Mike, talk, <laughs> Mike luckily, you talked over that. Do. Maybe we should let him answer that again. National Energy Agency did a critical mental <laughs> Oh, you want me to restart it? Not restart it. Just go back. and be, The guy from EPA says, no, we don't. Um, on average, a single That's battery okay. for an on. EV, you have to dig up 500,000 pounds of earth. That involves heavy machinery, oil, gas, Let's not forget, 85% of critical mineral processing is in China. I'm pretty sure their environmental standards are not very high. <laughs> They're not. According to other no. studies, by the manufacturers themselves, like Volvo, like Volkswagen, manufacturing an EV generates 70% more emissions than manufacturing an internal combustion engine. You need to drive 70,000 miles to even break even with an internal combustion engine. Even at 100,000 miles, you're only getting a 20 to 30% reduction in carbon emissions. So it'll do nothing for climate change. It'll do nothing to reduce overall global emissions. 
And by the way, the EV owner already drives less. <laughs> so it's unlikely that most of them have even reached the break-even point. So just by the math in the short term, EVs increase emissions globally. That's just the math. It is. It is. It is. I mean, how many people, how many people nowadays drive their cars more than a hundred thousand miles? You, you don't, you know, no, 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 I owned a electric car, all electric. <laughs> I, I bit the bullet. What Mike five years ago. Yeah. It was. A, a, yeah. A, 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 and so I had a, a little um, one, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah. I three. I three. And I did it as a favor to um, my, my friends that have the car lot. And you know, the idea was what are these going to be like? Well, it was terrible. I tell people all the time because there was very few charging stations in town, but that still didn't get rid of charging anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a real thing because you don't drive a lot. And now there's another thing stopping people from driving the 70,000 miles leases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, leasing, they're leasing their cars and they, right. Which is 36,000 miles. Well, yeah. if you lease a car, they're going to have low mileage because they want to resell it. Right. And the worst thing with an EV car, and I've been hurt this from dealers is they say, don't buy a, older car because the battery is going to fail and it's the most expensive part yeah. on the car. So basically you're going to be buying a new engine even if you get it at a low price. So so it, so there's part of this that doesn't make sense. But I believe that's what pushed Gavin Newsom to uh, maybe going along with this, Mike, to answer your real original question, is that um, you know he was against it. Well, he might be for it now because EVs don't work. Well, there, there. How many, how many times have we had that conversation? That like EVs just are problematic across well, the board we, for we, many reasons. We have to keep having it, right? Because they keep pushing it. I mean, mm -hmm. oh yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I love when you watch the cars because I love the way they look. But it, so, we all, so I, th I think we, we all need know to... that we all know that electric trucks don't work because you can't tow anything. With I, th them. I think. Well, and that's the thing is like that. It, it's it's different things. Like if you're just in the city and you're just driving daily in the city and you're going sixty yeah. miles in a day, man, it, it seems to make sense. And if you have solar on your house and you can yeah. charge again, yeah. it just seems like if you're in, if you have that, it's and a that's point to life, point vehicle. It's a point to point. It works great. It's but not a solution wanna, for it's the not future. Solution, yeah, it's not a solution for the future. It's not a solution for driving around anywhere else. Solving but, climate control. Yeah. It's not. Our it's change. not any of that. I think it's. A, I think it's. An, it would be an efficient way to travel around. Well, we also do don't things, have the infrastructure to charge that many Cal electrical yeah. vehicles. But again, I, I, I don't want us also to sound like people from a hundred years ago. It's like you can't get gas. I mean, when when cars first came out, you couldn't get gas anywhere. Well, we're, we're reliving all, right, so all that. And eventually, are, eventually it came in. And eventually, the EV is going to come in. Eventually, there might even be technology that lets them go more than the two or three hundred miles that they can go. But the, the the biggest thing is if I'm trying to drive 800 miles in a day, I can go for I can go 300 miles, in 15 minutes, 10 minutes, ready to go another you know 300 miles. Yeah. Because I just feel yeah. I just you feel you don't have gas. to go to a charging station and maybe wait three hours. Yeah. And to to charge get an 80 percent charge. Yeah. And that's but, where technology is now. There's a potential that technology is going to change. Well, well what I what I, I just don't want I don't I don't want us to look like the people who 100 years ago were like, well, there's no gas stations anywhere. Eventually, there will be. Well, well, you know the crazy, but it thing, doesn't change the fact of how much it costs to make. Well, well I, I, I don't think we are Scott because we have a solution right now, hybrid. Yeah, mm -hmm. we have a solution right now. It's a great solution. Well, you just use less fossil fuel to generate. Well, what was that? Was electricity. That, I, can't remember, I can't remember what a uh, car company just uh, did. The, uh, oh, uh, Mazda. Mazda just did this to where when you're driving over, it's 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 EV everywhere until you have to until it dies and then it just turns on the combustion engine yeah. and drives wherever you want. Yeah. And it's like EV for short trips and everything yeah. like that. And then when you want to go a long distance, just so, so we have a solution now. Yeah, that's but that's a great solution. But it's not cutting 
fossil fuel off. Yeah. It's, you know, and, and I, I agree with you. You and I love Star Trek and Star Wars, <laughs> and one day we will have technology. Yeah, it'll all be there, but there has to be a trend. Well, again, it's it's the idea that it can be forced upon by, by a politician's well, well, choice. Well, well, this is a subject that we probably didn't decide we we're going to breach into, but as, as we just heard, I think it's uh, uh, Crenshaw, he said that China is not trying to lower emissions. No. You know, so, so you know, you, and you look at it, and of course everybody says, well, America be first. Well, we may be last. You know, yeah. well, well, we don't have any fossil. We don't produce fossil fuel anymore. We're sitting on the biggest reserve. Well, China's say, rolling. People will say America should lead by example. I think we already are. Yeah. I mean, we already are leading by example. There's no reason for us to fall behind in yes. productivity and fall behind trying to be this example that nobody's going to follow. Yeah. Or, well, or, I, or for an unrealistic. I, w- I would yeah, love for to um, at some point get Danny on this show oh, Danny, the, with what? the conspiracy theories. What's, <laughs> no. the, what's the biggest conspiracy theory about, I can't do conspiracy which may theories. be true, right? But the biggest conspiracy theory about this all electric thing is control, right? Yeah. Because they can shut you off at any moment. Well, it's, it's all technology. Yeah. Right. And, if, and so, and we've talked about control and power. So as we go on, you know, uh, we got a clip here of um, our president. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Your president, Tom, not mine. <laughs> well, to be fair, he he's the president he of the United States. He is, he is our president. He is. You have to say that. And, and, and it's, Otherwise, it's we're being petty. It's funny because <laughs> as, we, as we play this, you know, he, it's almost like he's... This I, is... The poor, the poor guy just doesn't remember. And like you said, Scott, he just lies. You know, it continually lies. And I think, I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm wife. really, really sorry. But if your job is politician, that's what you yes, do. Yes, you do. And you kiss babies. I, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Are you wonderful politicians? But if yeah. you're a politician, I, I don't think you can get around being hyperbolic and I, yeah. and hyperbo- hyperbole is effectively. Well, so, so you've got Biden saying something. Now this is like what? 10, 20 years ago. Yeah. So he's taking a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. Or a week. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. Is he so prophetic? at some point he knew this. He, 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 but, but, not, but not only that, seeing him like this at this time really stands out how different he is now. Not in, not in his policies, but in... You mean because he's coherent? Yes. <laughs> he, he He's able to stand up without falling down? <laughs> I don't want to go too far, but there's definitely a difference. No, there's he definitely... was able to stand up without falling yeah. down back then. Well, 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 well Mike, as you can pull That's up the article, I, I'm going to vote that Alec runs the keyboard from now on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so here we have a current article coming from the Associated Press, if we yeah. can believe them. But here, here it is. Pakistan premier claims U.S. military equipment left behind in Afghanistan is now in militants' hands. Well, hello, he knew it was going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> so, what else is going to happen to it? Yeah. So, I mean, it just took a while to get to Pakistan. You know? and that stuff's going to be used for a long time. Yeah. And so, so as we're out there, I, I just wish, as we all feel, that, that there'd be a little more thought put in to the things that really affect our country, our young fighting men, 
Mm-hmm. I think about your kids, Scott, you know, you know, I think about my son-in-law, mm-hmm. you know, um, one of the reasons he, um, you know, didn't go into the Air Force Academy is, you know, they weren't just sure of the times, Yeah. you know, and he went to Fresno State to become an engineer instead. And I think he really wanted to go to the Air Force Academy. But when a young man like that makes a decision, you know, not to go that w- direction, I mean, it, we have our, we have our country giving the weapons to the to bad the people fight them. to fight them. And it's like, like you said, it's our grandkids. And this isn't even a, I mean, you look, you look back, this has happened before when we supported whatever country over that country. I mean, we're, we were fighting our own stuff because we, we supplied, we supplied stuff to Iran. Then eventually we supplied stuff to Iraq. And then eventually we fought both of them and fought our own stuff. This is not even that. This is literally, we were there and just left our stuff. Yeah. And, and it, 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 like he said, he goes, it should take seven months. I think we did it in a week or two. <laughs> but yeah. there again, it, it's just interesting as, as we're all suffering. Um, you know, of course, I think um, um, our president touts his Bidenomics, which he didn't coin, but he's using. And I, and I think, you know, the people are having questions here. You know, we see there, there's black political opinion is that Bidenomic, uh, is it working or, or were we better economically better off under Trump? Well, I think you just go to data, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or just obvious experience. I, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you go out <laughs> to buy a house now, you're paying more in interest significantly rates, significantly more, you know, mm-hmm. than you were. So, so you have to say it's gotten worse, and not just for any specific race. I mean, it's, it's across the board for it's everybody. Right. Yeah. Everybody. Well, I I, th- I think it's interesting that you know definitely the media, but just like in general, it feels like everybody's trying to pretend like we're not in the middle of a recession, well, we're, and we're, like we're very clearly in the middle of a recession. Well, pe- people just are paying, and I th- and I think the new number is seven hundred fifty dollars more today this month than we did a year ago. Yeah, just to to do the same thing. Yeah, and I don't think wages went up. So I I think one of the biggest things, which I don't know how in tune you guys are with this, but one of the biggest things I was talking with my dad the other day about, you know, the recession, you know, are we in recession? Are we not in recession? He's like, well, according to the stock market, we're not. I'm like, okay, well, two things. One, you're watching CNBC and they're, they're very clearly telling you a narrative because they're, they're trying to sway the market one way or another based on that. But two, this is my own opinion, but I think it's a valid opinion. I think the, uh, the big money that controls the stock market is gaslighting everyone. And at some point the investors, are going to get jacked well well i you know there again well, wall street uh, is not main street no the um right the um unemployment rate always um should um give us an idea who's working and who's not and but again any statistic can be swayed yes, to it show can. anything it can but but i do believe when you tout something you probably should do your homework <laughs> before you do it but apparently yeah. our president and most politicians it, don't. You, you know let's okay let's just say this so so Joe's a busy guy. I think he takes a lot of vacations, but he's a busy guy. So what they tell us, <laughs> and um, he should have he's people that nappy. he should have people give him better information, because mm-hmm. the information that he's using can just be looked up, and you can realize that wasn't somebody should have looked it up before they. Okay, and I'm going to play devil. I'm going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> the previous president would just make it up himself. <laughs> he didn't. Well, need, he didn't need anybody else to. Be, he would just say, "Well, yeah, this." Well, 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 I think he could have been closer. His politicians. I think he could have been closer to the business world because he was yeah. a businessman. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Joe Biden threw out some statistics, which he should have done homework on. Unemployment rate has been below fourteen percent. Unemployment rate for the last nineteen months. 
the longest stretch in over 50 and years. The graph is showing. It's, we've been there since 1950. It's always been under 14%. <laughs> right? Not last 19 months. <laughs> well, he... Technically, this is one or, of the few times that he didn't lie. We have been there for the past 19 months, and the past 19 years, and the past 29 yeah, years. Yeah. He just happened <laughs> to be a president for the last yeah. 19 months. Right. So that's all that was important. Yeah. But I, I, I think you have the unemployment rate is below 50 percent. Well, I think that's like Scott. <laughs> you have to be careful with statistics, yeah. especially when they're this easy to pull up. So yeah. yeah. So hey, but again, he's counting. He's counting on people having a short memory. He's counting on people just hearing these. Pe so he's people assuming feeding, everyone's like him. Well, no, <laughs> the, the the people feed off of this well, hyperbolic well, junk. Well, like, yeah, 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 so if you can say this crazy thing here, the people if, and if somebody agrees with it, if they if you say something crazy that your side agrees with, they'll just repeat it because they agree with it. Well, it's well, not. Know, it's not. It's not Biden only. It's not Democrat only. It's all everybody. sides. Well, Every it, size. You just say something I, and you're. And your base is going to agree. I agree with Governor Newsom, Comrade Newsom, uh, in this one thing. He says everybody's in their own echo chamber. Yes. And 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 I, and I agree with that. But that doesn't mean we should stay there. Yeah. Or no. We we should. We we tell people, hey, you've got to go out there and you've got to be the difference. Yeah. You know. You know, not just say and ricochet around. On our show, we try to. There again, I'm not a Trump supporter. I mean, I I think the guy's a bully. I think he antagonizes people, but I think his policies work. <laughs> you know, it, 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 his his pol his policies work. He he as a person just cares more about himself than anybody else. Well, yeah, I mean, and I I think that everybody would agree with that. Yeah. And and he's not a moral man. No, not you know. I mean, you know, you hope the ethics are there, but I think business, like Mike and I were talking the other day, most people that are successful in business will have failures along the way yeah. and they learn from failures. So, hey, if you're out there and think we're, we think one way or the other, we're just telling you what's going on in the world. You gotta make up on your uh, own own decisions on. But you gotta get out of that echo chamber. You, you gotta, gotta get, get out, out of the echo you, chamber. You, you gotta, you gotta, you know, communicate with people and interact with people who well, you don't I, agree with. I actually with. liked your thought process around this, Scott, just kind of like su sum it up at the end. Yeah. Is because I did this for a while and especially during COVID, like I actually like got, too overwhelmed with the news and like all the negativity, I had to yeah. turn it off for the longest time. And so you don't even have a TV in your house. So at my all, wife and I've been married for 25 years and we got married. We agreed. We didn't want a TV in our house. So now I do have an eight foot screen and a projector and a theater system. We watch all the movies we want and, we <laughs> yeah. and, all, and all we've always watched. My kids have grown up watching movies why they got into filmmaking and, and all that kind of stuff. But we, we just don't have the news on all the time in our house. And yep. I tell people, I, I tell people turn the news on, off every because at least we every already, once in a while turn it off you don't need all of that negativity coming in well, because you there's, already have a negative bias i just yeah. i just and saw this okay. I, and i didn't have a chance to research or anything like that it was just somebody that was saying it's like he didn't believe that human beings have the capacity mental and psychological capacity to handle all of this information that only yeah. god only God, who is omnipotent and omniscient, has the has the capacity to see everything that's going on. The more information, the more stuff we see, the more we're overwhelmed. Because especially seeing stuff that you can't do anything and, and about, or, things, or things that don't actually affect you, and then it's presented to you as though it does. Now you have anxiety over that. Well, it's because we have a negative bias. Our mind is worried about protecting us. Yeah, and so that's why when you see predator tracks in the sand, you're yeah. like, whoa. You know, you're saying that's trouble. 
or the trouble was here. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so that's where it all begins is you, you just have to you have to re, you have to remember in the news and in most media, if you're not paying for it, you're not the customer. You're the product. And in news, you're not the customer. You're not consuming anything. You are the product that the news stations are selling to that's their right. Advertisers, so the news has a you. yeah the the news has a vested interest in keeping you hooked, keeping you scared, keeping you anxious, so that you keep got to keep coming back and get more. I got to know, I got to know how that ended. I got to know what happened. I got, I got, and they have a vested interest in keeping you hooked, so that they can it's sell you as a product. Yeah, it's a constant cliffhanger. You're not getting resolution from the news. Gosh, please turn it off. Yeah. So so I want to I want to leave make you your decisions objectively so yeah i want to leave you guys with a question to wrap up our show do you need to stop watching so much news leave stay informed but do you need to stop watching so much news leave or even comment. open yourself up to news from the other side i always Ooh. i always watch the other i always watch cnn for a good laugh i always <laughs> i i try to keep up on my friends that think differently than me we're still friends yep. and uh go on so yeah challenge yourself yeah do is that you do you need to stop watching so much? Anyway, have a great day. God bless. God bless.